Podcast. Welcome to episode 24 of the $300 Startup Podcast. I'm your humble and gracious host, Jose Burgos. I hope you all had a Merry Christmas. I actually missed last week's episode because I was spending time with the family. And now I'm back with another episode for 2020. Literally, on the second, this should be aired. So the very first episode of 2020. And I'm super excited for all the support and all the stuff that the $300 Startup um, has in the in the books and is working on currently. So welcome, guys. This is a place for anybody who's looking to start a side hustle or has no idea where to get started or um, has already kind of played around with it, but it's not getting anywhere. This is a place where you get your resources, your information, you get a bunch of love and you get a bunch of direction because we all need the help, even through the tough times, especially when it's something we've never encountered. Right. So starting a side hustle or starting a business, a lot of the things that come with that are brand new to most of us. And we all need a little bit of help to get through those situations. And sometimes we just need a friendly reminder that we've all been there and that uh, we can all get there again and that we're here for each other. We just need a reminder that we're human guys sometimes. And starting a side hustle or starting a business is no different. So welcome to episode 24, guys. This episode, I want to talk about what it is that you can be doing in 2020 in order to change your life or change the direction or the trajectory of anything that you're doing right now. So if you're anything like me a year ago in the beginning in 2018, um, I was a nine to five employee struggling to get by. Um, you guys know my story already. Um, I, I, I could barely put food on the table. Um, and I struggled with that for a very long time. You know, the anxiety of it, the depression of it, um, you know, having to be married and having to, you know, supposedly be, you know, cliche, the man of the house, the guy who provides the food. And I come home with $37 checks where we could barely pay any of the bills that we have. So that's where I find myself in 2018. I did so much work since then in order to get to the position I'm in now. And I figure if I could, you know, at least share some of that stuff with you guys here, then it may be able to spark your 2020. Um, it's definitely going to uh, get me off to a smooth start in 2020 because all I plan to do in 2020 is just expand on everything that I've done in 2019. Um, obviously, why would I not? Why would I abandon everything? All right, guys. So, so many things you can do. I think the biggest one for me has got to be you got to change your habits and you got to change them to good habits. Now, that doesn't mean that we're perfect and it doesn't mean that we're going to fall victim to all the bad habits that we fall victim to. But if you set up, you know, an early morning routine to get closer to something you want to get to. Um, like currently I want to be more fit. I want to be back to the weight that I was, you know, two or three years ago, which was, you know, I think about 160 pounds. I'm sitting at about 190 now. So I have a little bit of work to do. I have 30 pounds to do. So instead of just talking about it and making it a dream, um, you know, or, or objective that I'm doing nothing towards of sort of just talking the talk and not walking the walk, um, I created a morning workout routine habit. Now, that it, it perfectly coincides with today's workout because I went this morning to do my daily 4.30 a.m. workout routine, and I had a terrible workout. I mean, I had no energy. I couldn't push through it. Um, you know, I just had a bad night of sleep. Um, I was achy in so many different places, and it was just really a bad workout for me. Uh, but I told myself this in order to not only calm, you know, the defeat feeling, but also the honest truth, which is that, you know, I still managed to keep my routine alive. I still managed to come out, come out at four in the morning. Mind you, here in Massachusetts, we just had an ice storm, uh, you know, get my car out, get to the gym and actually make an attempt 
and actually do most of my workout, which if you ask me, is still a win because the habit is still intact. I still, you know, I didn't shake the habit by laying back in bed or by making an excuse or by not going. Uh, I was willing to take the crappy workout over the no workout. And that's a habit, guys. That's something that's going to help me get closer. And if you keep following, you're most likely going to see me accomplish that weight goal. Um, so if I were to say something new you should do in 2020 with that example that I just gave you, uh, it would definitely be good habits. You need good habits to have a side hustle or a business. You need good habits to stay healthy. You need good habits to grow. Um, and of course, the opposite of that is all the bad habits that usually lead us down an empty road and you know, cause all those, those weird you know, voices in our head to tell us otherwise, to tell us that we're not good, to tell us that we're not you know, efficient enough, et cetera, et cetera. We need to avoid those things, guys. Um, so creating good habits is one way to go. Um, another thing that I would say for 2020 that you guys should and must do, uh, and this is more on the growth department, is read a book. I know, I know, the internet is fast. I know these fancy devices that we have in our hands kind of either sum everything up for us or have somebody that will sum it up for us. I understand that. But the benefits of reading a book far outreach, you know, what you can do on the internet by just, you know, shortcutting it and cheating it. Um, not only is it therapeutic because you actually sit there with the pages in a quiet space and absorb information, um, but you could also do it, you know, when you're doing other things, in it, which I don't recommend, but you can do it passively. Like if you listen to podcasts, you can do that with books. So you can do audio books while you're, you know, driving or at the gym or at the day job. That's another way to get books in there. Uh, but it's super therapeutic, but it's also a time travel machine, right? I read books from philosophers that have been dead for, I mean, eons now. Uh, and their words still live on, live on. They still mean something. They still help me cope with certain things uh, in, in certain parts of my day and certain moods and feelings that I do. Uh, I would never have these coping mechanisms or I would never grow or learn these things if, you know, those eons ago, those philosophers did not write their stuff down, uh, which I'll get into in a little bit. And, you know, if the book never existed, if I was never able to harness that information and kind of time travel, if you think about it, because I was able to put myself in the head of Marcus Aurelius for a little bit. Uh, and that's incredible. But not only are they, you know, they not only they're, they're documents, right, the documentation of our history, uh, their time traveling machines, your favorite mentors have most likely written a book and you could be mentored through them. Um, teachers could, you know, teach, you know, certain skills that they have to certain individuals by doing so. Uh, I mean, the benefits of a book when it comes to growth and when it comes to mindset and when it comes to what you can learn and what you can do in life are, I mean, endless. This is a conversation that I could do a 24-hour podcast about because books are everything. Books are powerful, um, especially if you get the right book at the right time to solve the right problem. And that's where you should go out and look for books. Stop trying to shortcut things on the internet because the internet will lead you to somebody else's opinion, not an actual, you know, piece of historical fact. Uh, so yeah, that's the second one I, I would recommend, guys. Uh, to lead off of that one uh, slightly is to journal or to write more. Uh, this, is, along with reading, seems to be one of the skills that as we get older, we seem to shy away from, even though when we were younger in life, we did so much of it. Uh, but there was a reason why we were doing so much of it. And if you think about it, there was a reason why we were growing and learning so much. And we were so, you know, opportunistic as kids. And we were so, you know, 
you know, hopeful and, and, and we, we, we wanted attention and we asked all the questions and we were craving this stuff. Well, the reason is, is because we were reading a lot when we were younger, but we were also writing a lot. And there's something about writing your thoughts down. Um, I've spoken on this before because I really believe on it. There's something powerful about writing your thoughts down because it's sort of like decatching the computer. It's sort of like uh, putting everything down and clearing up the mind so that you don't have to fight through all the fog and through all the BS. Uh, so I super, 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 super highly recommend writing stuff down, um, but just writing as an art, right? So if you sell products or services, you're probably going to need to write to communicate to people. That's called copywriting. So get better at that. Um, if you do certain type of like, you know, accounting or anything like that, you're probably going to be writing a lot of emails and a lot of, you know, uh, notes and stuff like that. Write stuff down like that. Get better at that. Um, writing is literally the essential, even for reminders. I set reminders on my phone all the time, but they're not as effective or as powerful as when I actually sit down with a pen and paper and write down a to-do list. I have a bunch of them on my phone, but the ones that really get done are the ones that are on paper and pen, the to-do list. So along with reading more, you guys should definitely start to write more. Um, you can do a journal in the morning. You can do a journal at night. Uh, it should take you no more than five to 10 minutes. Uh, and you guys will see that it will transform your life. Uh, okay, what else? If you guys want to start a side hustle and you guys want to be, you know, able to handle, you know, the long days and you and the wear and tear and all that, then obviously, guys, you need a healthy routine uh, for health. So you need to find the time. And this may be the toughest time, but you need to find the time of the day that works best for you to go to the gym um, and actually get a little workout in. That sometimes is the hardest part is just finding the right time. I have four kids and a wife, so 4.30 in the morning is the only time that I can get it in without excuse. Uh, find what your time is during the day. Continuously do it. Back to the habit part of, uh, of this whole thing. Continuously do it, and you'll see that it'll become easier, and you'll be pretty much programmed to do so. Um, also, a recommendation that I get to a lot of people is reduce the friction that it takes for you to get to the gym. I don't care how cool the gym is in the next town over. If it takes you 10, 15, 20 minutes or the drive there is a pain in the ass, you're not going to go there. I don't care how cool the tools are. I don't care what they offer you or what sale or what thing they offer you. Um, I'll give you a perfect example of this. I've gone to the gym now for a bunch of years now, and I always chased, you know, the free weights and I always chased, you know, really clean establishments and all that good stuff. And where do I work out now? I work out at Planet Fitness. Now, don't get me wrong, this is not to bash Planet Fitness, but anybody who actually lift, you know, lifts weights, like barbells and stuff like that, uh, knows what I'm talking about. Planet Fitness is just not equipped to handle certain type of people's workout patterns, and that would be included mine. But how that, why did I end up there? Well, very simple. There's one, literally, one minute, 60 seconds, not exaggerating, down the street from my house. Um, so think about 4.30 in the morning again and let me know, would you rather drive 60 seconds down the street when it's a little bit cold or would you rather drive to the next town over 20, 25 minutes uh, while it's cold without even starting your workout? You're probably going to psych yourself out. You're going to give yourself excuses and you're going to lose the battle of even getting to the gym, never mind actually conquering and crushing the workout. So fight the fight the resistance is one that I like to give uh, a tip that I like to give to a lot of people um, being closer and being more convenient for you as much, you know, as much greater than having barbells and certain types of things. Um, unless you're just like a legit CrossFitter and your gym is not built for that, then I would understand. 
Uh, but I've been working out long enough that I know that there's always a way to substitute something with something else. You know, the, me- the mechanics of the body are the same. The movements are the same. You just got to find a different way. So that's another one, guys. Um, there's a bunch of things, guys. But if I were to give you one last one that's a major one that would tie into this is learn about yourself. Uh, this may sound, you know, like you've heard it before, self-explanatory. Um, a lot of people would even say that they know themselves. But if I was a betting man, which I am not, I would probably bet that those people that say that do not know themselves and they won't know themselves until they put themselves under certain types of pressures and certain types of situations. Now, newsflash, if you start a side hustle or if you start any type of business, you're going to be preview to a bunch of things that you've never thought of in your life, never experienced in your life, a bunch of fears you have to conquer. And the problem that I, you know, found when I first started uh, uh, in 2018 was that I did not know myself as well as I did. And what happened is, is that, and this is completely transparent, Jose collapsed around a bunch of pressure. Uh, sometimes there were basic things like networking with somebody. Sometimes there were greater things like actually doing, you know, the work and doing the project. Uh, sometimes you bite more than you can chew. Uh, when you, you know, you get, you get cocky, you, you know, your bravado. I know myself, I know I can do this. And then you come to find out that you have to be humbled and you don't know any of that stuff and you can't do any of that stuff. So know yourself. And if you think you know yourself, do a reevaluation of yourself, uh, read up on philosophy, um, if you're a religious person, you know, lean on your religion because it's very important. Um, if you're not, philosophy is definitely the way to go. Uh, I fall under that category. Philosophy this year alone has helped me immensely with my anxiety, has helped me, you know, uh, basically frame things in the right perspective, understand myself, understand what's valuable to me, and understand that the things that are not valuable to me uh, don't deserve any of, of my time. Um, so know yourself. And know yourself better than anybody else knows yourself. This may be a constant journey, but it's the most gratifying thing you can ever do is to dig into being better every single day and dig into, you know, knowing about yourself. Uh, And if you know about yourself, then nobody else could ever take advantage of you and they can't take that away from you. So be responsible for yourself. Uh, Let go of the things that you can't control because they're irrelevant anyways. But the one thing you can't control, the few things you can't control is you know, how you see things and how you respond to things. Focus 100% on that. That's the one I want to leave you guys with. That's probably the biggest one. Stop worrying about the stuff that's out of your control because you are just going to burn yourself out speaking from true, you know, experience, and it's not worth it ever. So guys, with these tips in mind, I think 2020 should be a year of change for you guys. Um, I want you guys to start uh, a side hustle so you can do what it is that I was able to do throughout 2019. I started my side hustle in 2018. And, you know, in 2019, I was able to take two vacations, one with the whole family, one long overdue honeymoon with my wife. Um, and, and I was able to pay off all my debt, which was over $10,000 in debt. And I've been able to stay ahead on bills and be pretty comfortable. Now, all that happened because I decided to start my side hustle. And all that happened in the matter of, you know, a little over a year, about 18 months or so, guys. So things can change fast, especially if you have the right blueprint and especially if you have the right system. And this is what this podcast is for. And this is what everything that I do for this 
you know, brand that the $300 startup is for. It's to help you guys be able to change your life like I did. And 2018, going from a $37 check one week to basically 2019 being debt-free, uh, living a lot more comfortable and going to places in the world that I wasn't able to go to before uh, is a lot to say for starting a side hustle. It's very big. If you've been waiting for a while to start one, you have to do it now. And if you're on the fence, then 2020 right now, this moment is the moment for you to start a side hustle. There's a lot of resources there. Uh, and I want to offer you the first piece of resource in order to help you on that journey. So I created a pillar that I stand by because it's how I built my whole thing um, that I call the six pillars of starting a side hustle the fastest way and the cheapest way, guys. Now, I want to give this checklist to you guys for free uh, because, you know, I, I think it can change your 2020. I think it can change. Well, I know it can if you put the work behind it. Uh, and I want to give it uh, give it away. So if you guys just go to 300 Dollar, you spell it out, D-O-L-L-A-R, startup.com, backslash, six pillar, P-I-L-L-A-R, checklist. So that's $300 startup. You got to spell the dollar out, uh, .com, backslash, six pillar checklist. And I'll also add that URL um, to, to, to the notes of this podcast so you guys can go check it out. I want this to be the year for you guys to do and experience the things that I experienced in 2019. And the reason I want that to happen is, is because if you guys can even get a taste of what I've, I've experienced in 2019, then we will all go on this journey together and we will all trust each other and work with each other to grow past this point. Uh, and that's what I want for this group. And that's what I want for this podcast and for any content that I give you guys is to literally be able to get you to change your life. Uh, whether it's through changing a habit or whether it's through finally starting that side hustle, guys. That's what this is all about. Um, by the time you guys hear this, it would be uh, 2020. Uh, it'll be uh, Thursday, January 2nd. But if I do sneak it out for New Year's, I want to wish you guys a very, very, very happy New Year's. Um, go check out the checklist, guys. It's six easy steps that you can take to start your side hustle, the pillars that you need in place. Uh, and it's absolutely free. Just go to that website and you'll be able to download your copy uh, right now. All right, guys, once again, happy new year. This wraps it up for episode 24. There's so many more things that I could tell you about 20, uh, about 2020 and things you should bring in, but I thought those were the, the, the few that are very, very important, guys. So uh, to, to many good things to you guys in 2020, start off by starting your side hustle. Go check out the checklist, and the checklist will give you tools, resources, and the six things you need to start that side hustle just like I did so that you can change your life as fast as I did uh, and we can all continue to grow together. All right, guys, I'll talk to you guys next time. Later. Later.